the Something Else Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Something Else Podcast. Today we are jumping back into mental health. So I'm going to be talking about two areas in particular, perspective and inspiration. So I'm going to try and keep this not as, I mean, mental health is serious, but I'm going to try and keep this as, um, what's the best way of putting it? positive as I can. So I've got a few notes I've listed down and now the reason why I want to talk about this is because obviously in Britain especially the restrictions are going to be lifting soon uh, for, for Covid and all of that and it was since the first lockdown, I said this before, I've, I've, I did find it difficult, you know I found it really really difficult to try and get my head around I guess the new way of living in a sense. But what I found worse was uh, not other people but the fact that it was it was simple just follow the rules. Now I know the rules were confusing. But it started getting me into this whole different mind frame. And I think I touched on it before that when like with lockdown and everything it made me see things in a different light. So it made me realize that there's more to life than what I was doing. Now I do love my photography. I can't remember if I've mentioned that I do photography, but I do miss that, and I and I do love it. I play in a band, and I absolutely love playing music. So not being able to do that for a year is insane. But the one thing, and I think it's with people that know me and know what's going on in life, I think the one thing that was a bit disheartening was not being able to really see people again in the sense of friends family you know it was really difficult to try and adjust to that and even now like restrictions are lifting but you're still anything like me still get a little bit paranoid about it so what i wanted to do today was like i said at the beginning i want to talk about two areas perspective and inspiration so i remember growing up and everyone says you know i wish we could go back to the school days when you didn't have to really care and all that and I, I get that to a degree, but I always wanted more. I think it's just the way I was brought up, you know, I've always wanted more. Um, Not necessarily in the sense of, you know, I want a big house, I want this, I want that. I just want more, you know what I mean? I, I've never been interested in, I want to travel the world or anything like that. But I just want to do more. I've always wanted, I have to do something. You know, my, uh, my old man always moans at me because I'm doing too much. And to a degree, it's true. But, what, you know what, I might as well just cut to the chase, careers. So it's growing up, or rather growing up through my my working life, I've always been chasing titles. Now in the profession I work in, which is the early years, there's a lot of titles you can get. And what I mean by that is the title of your job. So when I first started working, I was a assistant caretaker, so a cleaner. And I worked in the um, oh, layman's terms. I was dinner lady, essentially. 2021, I'll probably have a, a thing to say about that for the title. But if you want to get professional, I was a lunchtime supervisor and coordinator. A dinner lady. <laughs> and um, I was I was alright with that for a bit. I was. There wasn't really... I, I wasn't bothered at that point. I was only about 18. And all I wanted to do was just work and go out, work and go out. I was getting a few bits of cash in. Half of that went to rent and whatever else. And the rest of it was mine. 
And again, I didn't have any aim to really do anything. I just wanted to enjoy my life. And then as I realised, you know what, I can actually do more. I went to get the qualifications to become better. So then the caretaking side, that stayed with me until I left my very first job. But then I became a playgroup assistant. Then I went to... um, The playgroup got taken over, so then I became a preschool assistant. Then I went to the deputy manager role, which... In hindsight, it was just a role to be filled because I I did everything I could in that role to fulfil it. But because the nursery was owned by the school, I kept asking them, I want this, I want that, I need more, and they just didn't listen. Absolutely useless. But, um... That triggered me to leave that job to go to a different setting, uh, a private setting, because the other one was term time, so it was like council ran. And that's when I think I started to see, yeah, I definitely want more. And I went from practitioner again to room leader. Now, the nursery was going through a few changes at that point, but I realised like quickly in that role that you can't trust anyone. You know what I mean? Especially in the sense of if you've got a friend, like a friendship and a professional relationship, it's difficult. And what I found in the profession is people can't seem to separate from personal to professional. And it, that at that point, it changed my perspective. And when I, when I lost the trust to work with people, it really showed me like kind of lit up the darkness that I was seeing. And there was no way I was prepared to stay there knowing I can't trust anyone. I mean, I don't care that people talk about me. I don't give a crap about any of that. Let them talk if they're not big enough to say it to my face. I don't want to know them. And again, that was another thing I learned. In any bloody nursery I've worked in, any setting I've visited, no one is big enough to talk to your face. You know what I mean? And it's horrible. So that triggered me to move to the place I'm at now. And, you know, I won't get into too much details, but my, uh, because of the pandemic especially, my whole perspective has changed. You know, at one point I was so focused on work that that's all that mattered. I wanted to do this. I needed to, it wasn't even a want, I needed to do it, but I didn't. So stress took over in the job I left big time. And I think it was because I was making I was making myself stress for no reason. And it was a case of, I've always said it to people, always put yourself first, but I never did that with me. So I did that and then I realised, you know what? Fuck everything. I'm doing what I want to do. And I've adapted that behaviour since what? Um, since 2019, because that's when I left my uh, second job. A proper job anyway. And um, I realised that I I I guess your working career can be kind of like finding love. <laughs> yeah, here we go, philosophy Ben. So th- I wrote it down here. Finding the right job is fine. It's like finding the one you love. You either find them straight away, or it might take you a while. You know, plenty more fish in the sea and all that. And sometimes we might not find love, just like we might not find the right job for us. And it's like, at the minute, I am in a crossroad because there's an opportunity for me to move on to something I really want to do, but I don't know if I'm willing to stay where I am to get it. You know what I mean? The grass might be greener on this side that I'm seeing, 
bullets, how long do I want to stay on my side, if that makes sense. And it's like, I absolutely love doing these podcasts, you know. And again, I'm under no illusion that doing the podcasts or my streams or like the tiny videos I do on YouTube, I've got no illusion that that's going to make me a millionaire overnight because it don't work that way. You know, you've got to put in the graft and you've got to just, you know, get a lucky break to be fair. But it is one of them ones where it's my my perspective has changed, like on life in general, to the point where if I can get more money doing something that, yes, it's going to be repetitive, it's going to be boring, but for like four more grand than what I'm doing now. It's a no-brainer, really, because then it's a 9 to 5 job. I can go home, be with my wife and my boy, and live the life I've been wanting, which is to have fun. You know what I mean? I can leave my job there in the profession I'm in now. I can't. Just like a lot of jobs, actually, since pandemic, because you've got to work from home. And I think that's what I've, I've noticed. Like When you lose that passion, that drive... You know, Austin Power Style, you lose your mojo, everything changes, you start seeing everything from a different point of view. And you know, you, you can force yourself into enjoying it. And sometimes, well, to be fair, quite a lot of the time lately, I'm really like, I'll have that kind of what I'm moving on to in a minute inspiration. Something will give me that, yes, that's just what I need. It relit the fire in the in the passions, you know what I mean? But then that can quickly disappear, and I realized if my if my drive my passion for what I'm doing can be shattered in a matter of seconds then I'm not into it anymore you know nothing should really stop you from having that drive from having that passion like with my music I know I'm not going to make it big I understand that but I it's it's not even a hobby it's just something I can go to it's my passion and I will never ever lose that I bet even if I went deaf I'd still be making music and that's what I've noticed with many things now, not just myself, but many other people, because of the way the path has been laid, we're trying to walk it the way we know how to, and we can't. I mean, this is the best example. At the minute, my passion is kind of like singing while driving on a bumpy road. No matter how hard you try and sing that perfect note, you know, with no wobbles, with no pitchiness. It's going to break on a wobbly road because you cannot control it. And that's what I've realised now. I'm on a, a path, a road. A, you know, I'm on this d- directional path of kind of what I want, but I can't do it the way it needs to be done, no matter how much you try. And that's what I've noticed. Which leads me to my next point. Inspiration. Now, as I said, there is a goal in mind, there's you know, there's a, an aim I'm I'm trying to get an objective, and well, again I won't go into too much detail, but it is very much something that I didn't think I'd get into. Now, a few what was it last year actually in August I sat for a, a, a week course, so it took me like five days, and that was just to do the physical stuff of this course, and then I had to have three months to hand it all in, like the written work. But it was something I really loved. Now this thing I really love is called Forest School. Holy crap, it's amazing. And that's what inspired me. So I'll be, you know, basically teaching children, adults, you name it, outside. 
Now, I don't mean just playing tig and tag in the, the woods or something. I'm on about, you know, how to... Life skills, basically. Make fires. Make, I don't know, um, applications for outdoors. Like a tippy-tap. How awesome does that sound? But at the same time, you learn much more than just the academics. You learn, you know, your social bonds. You'll learn everything about yourself. Your emotions. Your confidence. Physical development. You name it. You learn it all. And it's It's brilliant. The teacher that was leading the course was fantastic and that really inspired me to want to carry on with it and that's when my crossroad appeared. You know what I mean? That's when it's it was like, oh god, do you you know, which way am I going? And right now, just like Robert Johnson when he sold his soul, if you don't know who he is, then god damn it, go and research him. Listen to the song, Me and the Devil Blues. Fucking genius. That guy, by the way, you know what, I'm gonna do a podcast on him. But anyway. Um I can't remember where I got to. Oh yeah, I'm in the crossroad. So I'm in the middle of like different routes and it's the first time I don't know why, where I'm going. But inspiration is leading me places. So with the podcast, I love listening to them. absolutely love making them because I could talk about bloody anything. In fact, I might do that. Yes, I have ideas. Anyway. So it's... The... The forest school kind of side of things has made me think, oh, I want to do that. And then the podcast, I'm absolutely loving it. I'm getting quite a bit of interest in them now, which is nice. But then, during, I had to isolate for a week because I um, came into contact with someone with COVID. Yay! And I wrote three songs, well, two and a half, or two and a bit. Um, I wrote one song for my wife, and I wrote a song for, well, just because, really. And I did another song with my cousin. Um, that that was an amazing one to make, to be fair. And it inspired me to carry on. And like with me, um, my guitarist and my drummer, we're just like, it's really nice to be in a situation where you can inspire or be inspired. And it was it was brilliant. And then I'm making these videos for YouTube. I'm currently making one now, actually, about rebuilding a guitar. Yay! And it's like I'm talking to my mate who got me into um, photography. I mean, I used to do it ages ago. Not not making anything from it or having any real purpose. But I've always loved kind of being behind the camera as well, in front of it. And it's brilliant. But I just find it's like... If you can be inspired by something, it should be a sign. And I think the overall aim of this podcast was just to say that... It doesn't matter how you feel now. You know, your perspective will always change. But the main thing is, find something that inspires you. Now, these times that we live in are being pretty grim to be a, to, to a lot of us. Um, I mean, I've got it pretty easy compared to, you know, I've got a job, a house, you know, all that stuff. So I, I shouldn't really be moaning. But what I want everyone to realise is, or not to realise, but I want everyone to see is there's something that will drive you. There's something that will make you just be so awesomely happy. And that's what we need more of. And it's it's like for me, like I said, music is my big drive. It's it's something that always gets me going. You know, if if you're anything like me, you'll you'll have a song for every bloody mood you can like handle, every emotion you feel. And it's finding that thing that can keep you going. And if you can find that thing, it will get you through it. You know? You don't have to be like Picasso to make a masterpiece. You know what I mean? You don't have to be, I don't know, 
Rick Rubin to make the next album. That's the only producer I could think of then. But it's it's really thinking about yourself. And just like the the first mental health podcast I did, it's understanding yourself. Now I know at the moment, I think I finally realised what I want. And what I want is to be with my family and my friends. I want to be able to see them when I when I want. You know, if I get the option to work from home, I will bloody jump at it. But then, I've got all that free time anyway. And that's what we need. We need time. Now, time is... Well, it's no inspiration really, is it? Because it just buggers off when you want it. But it's... I, I always hear, I don't have the time, I don't have the time. Make the time. You know, I'll, I'll always have time for the people I care about. Because that's what I'm here for. I'm here for them. And I'm inspired by people. You know, like... Some of my mates, they've been through such a hard time. But they get through it and they inspire me. My wife, you know, she has anxiety every now and then. But she gets through it and that's inspiring. My little boy can now poop without crying. And that's inspirational to me. (laughs) But yeah. I I really do think... I mean, you can probably tell by the sound of my voice. The speed I'm talking. But I'm actually happy. I haven't been happy in a long time. Not in the sense of, you know, I, I sit down in the bedroom moping and being sad but what I mean is I I know what I want I just have to get it now my own problem is I don't know how to bloody how to get it I'm still figuring that part out but I've realised like I don't need to be chasing titles anymore I don't need to be it's not so much I don't need to be I don't want to and I think that's what took me a long time to see that I don't want to be the next room leader I don't want to be the next manager or this or that I just want to get my job done and bugger off. That's all I want to do. And I, th- I think that's what it is for me. Now I know what I want. I've just got to get it. And I think that's what you've got to think about. Especially in the times we're in now. It is difficult. So if you do have a job, hold on to it. You may not like it. But it's it's something. And that's what we need to do. We need to just figure out what is it that inspires us. And, inspires us sorry, and use that to drive ourselves. You know, I'm not making any money off this. I'm not making money. I mean, people say this all the time, don't they? Oh, money, money's not important. Money's irrelevant. I'm like, well, no. Money is important. You know what I mean? Money can't buy you happiness. It bloody well can. I'll tell you what. If you had no home, no food, no nothing, and someone gave you a fiver and you managed to get your belly full, tell me you're not happy then. Money does buy happiness and it, it is important. If you don't have it, Sadly, you will find it extremely difficult to live. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is, be careful what you listen to. <laughs> you know, I mean, you read the news all the time, they pick out the most juicy bits of text and information to give you. But we don't listen. I, I hate the news. That doesn't inspire me one bit. So, let's make a plan. You and me, right now, let's make a plan. We're going to find something that inspires us. Or rather, you will find something that inspires yourself. Then, you will use that inspiration to drive. To get yourself into gear and think, this is what I want. And you will stop at nothing to get that. Have you you promised me that? Please promise me that. I don't really want to be talking to myself. Even though that's kind of what I'm doing now, staring into a microphone. Not weird, I promise. But please, just remember... There's always something there for us. Now this podcast isn't particularly long. But I want you just to... 
it, you know, just to really take in what I've just said, find your inspiration, get that drive going because you will feel so much better. Like honestly, since I've adapted this whole do what I, not necessarily do what I want because I can't just walk out of my job. You know, I, I can't just walk out the shops without buying anything, uh, without paying, sorry. So what I'm on about is look after yourself. You know, people always say, you know, listen to the gut. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but listen to your brain. That's where your understanding is. If you think it's the right thing to do, you bloody well do it. If you don't think it's the right thing to do, don't do it. Don't give in to bloody peer pressure either. If someone says, oh, can you do this for me? You say, hell fucking no, I'm not going to do that. Don't say that. Say it in a more professional manner. You're like, fuck off. I'm joking, obviously. <laughs> but yes, guys. I'm going to do... and I'll probably, blah, blah, blah. I'll probably do another one around mental health because I feel we don't talk about it enough. Um, I was saying this to my wife, actually. How many celebrities do you see on the news? It's like, oh, I've just got over anxiety and all this and all that. And it's fine for them to have it. But if the ordinary person gets it, no one, nobody wants to know. You know, it's kind of like a taboo. Here's one, here's one. I'm saying this again. In the workplace, I'm probably just going to label this goddamn workplace. Um, but yes, in the workplace. Isn't it weird how if you have a physical disability or illness, it's 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 fine, isn't it? You know, you walk in broken arm, oh, what'd you do? Oh, I bust it falling down the stairs. You know, if you've, I don't know, got a wooden leg, because we're pirates. If you've got a wooden leg, oh, what happened? Oh, freaking... Had to have it cut off or whatever. You know, I wasn't born with a leg. It's fine. It's a bit of gossip. Everyone's interested. Ooh, juicy information. Let's gossip. As soon as you walk in, it's like, oh, what are you up for? Oh, I had a nervous breakdown. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that silence there. That's what you get. Isn't that bad? Isn't that a bad thing? That mental health, even now, with all this awareness... It's still uncomfortable. I find that very odd. And I think that's what I'm trying to get at. It's all bloody right if you've got something wrong on, on your noggin or in your noggin. Especially us men. I said this before. Us men tend to bottle things up because we've got to have the alpha male genes and all that. Probably get moaned at for saying that because, you know, there's no such thing as alpha and whatever. And I'm like, bullcrap. Anyway, that's a different topic. But all I'm saying is... It doesn't matter how you feel. Someone will be feeling the same. That's why we need inspiration and drive. Now if you want to message me. If you want to talk to me. I am bloody available. I even have an email. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yes. I'm going to leave you there guys. Because. I think. I think it's time I go and play some guitar. So until next time my friends. Have a good one. Bye bye. (laughs) 